What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Bored to Death, um, a tabletop and board gaming podcast that when people ask, oh, are you into board games? And then you say, yeah. And then they say, oh, like Monopoly. And then you want to slap a hoe. Yeah, just like that. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. That's what our board game podcast is about. Yeah. Not yeah. slapping people because it's generally not good to be violent. No. Generally but, speaking. But some people need a slap. Some people do, but it's generally good to not be violent. Yeah. Hot take. Yeah. I'm John. I'm Kayla. And yeah, we're here to hang out with you for another uh, fun-filled episode uh, that's genuinely informative, sometimes political, mostly vulgar, and uh, yeah. That's a sick pie chart you just built. Mm-hmm. I think we should... I'm going to have to work on that graphic. Yeah. There's a... In all those, there's a Venn diagram, and in the middle is us. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you just combine two data things. I don't... I got some data friends. They're not going to appreciate pie charts or Venn diagrams. I'll check in with them. Fucking flow chart chart for no reason. Yeah, why not? Why not? I'll work on it. No. I'll make a flow chart. I thought Venn diagrams would be more important for how much we spent, like, explaining them to youths when we were younger. Just like, oh, like the Pythagorean theorem, I thought that would be a lot more. You thought you were going to use that one a lot? Yeah, not so much. You don't use it at all. I don't use math at all. Horrible. I mean, the fact we that we have, have a count. savings account is impressive. I can't count. I mean, we do have to add up those scores. That's true. Not been in my favor. But anywho, um, we're here to talk about travel. Yeah. And, uh, and travel games and stuff like that. And uh, not games to travel with, but games about traveling. Yeah. Yeah, we don't mean travel size. We don't need your travel size operation. No. Uh, we already did that podcast about games we take with us when we travel. Yeah. So go back and listen to that one if that's what you're looking for. Or don't. I mean, why would you tell people not to listen? I don't know. Because if they don't want to listen to a podcast about like games that you should bring when you travel. What are they even doing here? No clue. God. You wound up here and it was a bad decision. But here you are. Live with it. Yep. Uh, yeah, we were just talking about how it's been our one year anniversary since we uh, went to vacation to Maui. It was sick. Yeah, thanks, in-laws. It was a great trip. Yeah, and we went right before everything shut down and went to shit, so we've been a little uh, reminiscent and nostalgic for uh, how things used to be in the before times. Yeah, and you know, just last night we were talking about um, some of the trips we were supposed to go on in 2020, and that that made me a little sad, and uh, I, I I miss getting on that big sardine can in the in the sky yeah i miss that thing that smelly ass thing god planes are they, they shouldn't be a thing they shouldn't be no but did you see that news thing where that plane just like dropped off some of its fucking plainness over denver this past week no yeah it makes me glad that we can't travel because some of this bullshit is just a little too extra for me they just dump out a whole bunch of people's luggage and shit no it was like a part of the plane Oh, the plane's like, oh, I don't want this a part of me anymore. And just yeah. took a shit over Denver. Essentially. I think that's what it was. I didn't read the whole story, in case that's not obvious. But, yeah, yeah so I guess maybe it's a good thing we can't go on a plane? Yeah. Question mark? Plane shit over Denver. A children's book. Yeah, I mean, you pretty much made your millions off that one. Yeah. Just have uh, Samuel L. Jackson narrate it. You'll be fine. Exactly. But, yeah, so we can't travel. So we're trying to cure the itch 
of traveling through a variety of methods. None of them have been terribly effective, so we can't wholesale recommend them, but we've been trying. Yeah, there's no way that any of us, any of the things that we talk about are going to be the same as you traveling to a location to see loved ones or to spend time at a beach or to go uh, in a mountain uh, getaway or to travel to uh, specific landmarks. None of that's going to scratch that itch. We've tried. I miss the beach. Yeah. You know, the beach. You remember that place? No. No, not really. I don't, I miss it. Um, yeah, we were literally just watching a show called Hawaii Life with people moving, quote, from the mainland yeah. uh, into or to Hawaii. And uh, these people, let me tell you, um, yeah, we had to turn it off. I couldn't watch it anymore. Well, it was like the, the first episode wasn't bad, right? Like people were... Uh, like, oh, we, you know, we're trying to stay, like, a modest budget of, like, two hundred and fifty dollars to $300,000. Like, yeah, is that a lot of fucking money? But for a reasonable size house, no, not so much. Like, that's that's pretty normal. Yeah. And especially yeah. on Hawaii. Like, I, what island were they on? I don't remember. The very top one. Yeah, the, the one on the left. Far top left. Yeah. I mean, if we're going to move to Hawaii, we're going to have to get our geography down. But that's yeah. a different issue for yeah. a different day. Yeah, it's not Maui, it's not the Big Island. Yep. So it's one of the other two. Crushed it. No, or three. Are there five? There's four. Whatever. You you should know that part. Come on. You should know that one. I don't care. But yeah, I didn't want to watch it anymore because it was making me sad. Yeah. I wanted to get on a plane. I started looking up flights to Hawaii. Like, that's a realistic thing to do right now. Well, then they were like, oh, you can come here, but when you get here, you have to, like, quarantine for 10 days. And that that doesn't sound like fun. It's just like, I'll quarantine to be in 75 degree weather. It's fine. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so we're, uh, we're watching the Hawaii life thing. Um, then, like, that kind of, like, we're thinking about, how fun it was to be in Maui. That, that like, I I don't know who's been to Hawaii before. It's not terribly affordable to go. No, That's not what, at all. Not from the East Coast where we are. No. So, it, it couldn't be any. It, it's literally the longest flight from the East Coast. I mean, yeah. To there, like it's in pretty far. Yeah. Yep, and so you know, one of the other things we're doing to cure that travel itch. I'm pretty sure we drove around the city. A few weekends ago, just looking for Maui brewing, because that's what we had to drink mm-hmm. while we were in Maui. Um, we drank Maui brewing beer the whole time that we were drinking beer, and it was delicious. That was more affordable than most cocktails. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was like our day drinking beer. Yeah, I think that was the only uh, the only bummer for uh, nightlife in Hawaii when we were there. Is that like we stayed in a more resorty spot so very touristy a lot of places aside from the hotel bar which would fuck your wallet up Mm -hmm. was uh everything closed down early so there were a couple nights where we just bought a six-pack and just drank on the beach Mm -hmm. which i think you're supposed to do but nobody told us not to that's fair um i will say though that hotel bar made one sick mai tai yeah pretty good that was so good Oh, I'd go back just for that. Yep, and it made us think about, uh, we went our honeymoon to Costa Rica. Yep, that was cool. Yep. I missed that too. So then I was like, oh, Hawaii's not really affordable. How about I just fly to Costa Rica instead? Way more affordable. Mm-hmm, a lot closer. Yep. Yeah, because that, that yeah. flight to Hawaii was a mind fuck. Totes. Yeah. Yeah, I, Costa Rica's it, definitely better. I think it was like, total flight time was 11 hours. 
11 hours. But then it was like layovers and all this other shit. And it's like, we left at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and got there 4.30 Hawaii time. Which doesn't mean PM. anything to me at this point, if we're being completely honest. Yeah, it was like uh, it was like a 16-hour travel day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we've been looking back at them vacation photos, trying to decide where that first vacation will be when we can leave again. Yeah, you know, we're thinking probably like Indianapolis. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, somewhere just really nice and, and beachy. Yeah, they, they definitely have those beaches in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's just so many places to go. Just want to go to them all. It's mean. Yeah, and most places are like, oh, you can go, you can go here, but like you have to tickle your brain with this nasal swab before and after, and I don't know how yeah. dedicated I am to that process. I mean, it makes sense. I don't blame them. Yeah. I would. I mean, I would do it just to be clear. Yeah. To go on vacation? Mm. Yeah, of course. Seems like a small price to pay to not be in this house for a little while. It's fair. And then lastly, uh, last time I sent you to Target to get more shampoo and conditioner, you came home with the coconut one and you said, it'll be like going to the beach. Yeah. And it wasn't. No, it's not. It's not at all. No matter how much you've had to drink. Yeah. Using the coconut shampoo doesn't make you think you're at the beach, sadly. And then we'll also, you know, believe it or not, we've been running through our uh, collection of travel themed board games to kind of uh, just make it feel cool that traveling... As, as things get better in the U.S. and around the world, traveling will be in our near near to distant future to... Hopefully. Go and hang out, even if it's not overseas. But to be able to go to the, the luscious beach of New Jersey. Yeah. Even that would be nice at this point. Yeah. You know, nice little two and a half hours on the road. Got the family hookup over there. Yep. Yep, yep. Cool. But yeah, so women uh, obviously been playing them travel theme board games, but what... You know, you said it when we started. We don't mean travel-sized games. And we're not talking about games where, like, you just travel around the board, right? Like, there's lots of games that involve, like, just movement of some kind. We're not talking about that kind of stuff, in case it's not obvious. Yeah, we're also not talking about games that just, like, have maps. Like, it doesn't... Like, we want to talk more about, like, the broad... Like, a world map, or if you're going from specific countries to countries, or around, like... Roots inside of specific land masses, that's what we're talking about, but not just like, oh, here's some bullshit map, like, uh, kind of like Robinson Crusoe has, mm-hmm. or something that you build that's modular. We're not talking about that. Yeah, you uh, you asked me when we first started talking about this if I meant the Isle of Cats fit yeah. in, and I said, that's not a real But place. you're, like, traveling to an island, but it's it's not the same. No, it's not. So, really, we're, we're talking about usually real-world locations. Mm-hmm. So... That's what we mean by travel. Because traveling, you can always travel to, like, not real world locations. Yeah. Depends that, on what you're smoking. That's why you read books, too. Yeah. Depends on what you're smoking. Hey, they're legalizing stuff everywhere. It's great. Not here in Maryland, because, you know, drugs. Our governor blows. But, hey, um, we, we have four specific games that we're going to talk about, a part of our collection, that we think uh, exemplify... The, the most travel-y kind of stuff that we think is in in the kind of... Uh, what the fuck am you I trying to it. say? You can do it. No, I Come can't. On. No, words are not good. Word, good words good, not good for me now. Good thing that we have this whole thing dedicated to talking. You're yeah. crushing it right now. Yep. 
broken. Yeah, we're here to talk about travel board games and what we like about them, and the four that we have. And fuck you, that's all I got. <laughs> Where, which one you want to start with? Sounds like you should pick, given the fact that you can't find words right now. Um, the first one that we got, uh, I think, is the one to start with, which uh, is probably everyone's is going to be everyone's most familiar mm-hmm. one on our list, which is Ticket to Ride. Yeah, my, you know, in Ticket to Ride, we basically you go ahead and pretend that the U.S. is advanced enough. To have a comprehensive rail system. Can you imagine? No. I really can't. Nope. It's almost like it shouldn't take this long to get across the country. Joe Biden might have a hard-on for Amtrak, but it's not going to save America. No, it's definitely not. really not. not. But yeah, uh, in Ticket to Ride, um, if you've never played it, hey, we're going to break it down a little bit. So you're you're basically uh, getting location cards, and one location card is going to have two different points on the map. So one will be like from Houston to New York, and... uh, you pick a series of those locations and you're trying to build a train route with your different colored uh, little plastic trains on the uh, the one that we have is the traditional ticket to ride is just the U.S. map. Mm-hmm. And you're just trying to build train routes by connecting uh, the different colored trains by discarding um, colored train cards. Yep, that match the... The route that you're trying to build on. Yep, that match the route on the map. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's... We, we've played it with a variety of um, different types of board gamers, and I feel like Ticket to Ride is one of those, like, when you start it, it's like, this is, this is fun, right? Like, this is going to be a good time and relaxing and everything else, and then you're trying to plan seven moves ahead, and someone else takes that one space between Seattle and Vancouver, and you just realize that... Your opponent has completely fucked you from being able to do anything that you wanted to do, yeah. and then you're out for blood. Yeah, it definitely gets very competitive to where it's like you're trying to, you're trying to build the most um, convenient route that way you're not spending a shit ton of trains because the points that you complete, you the the location uh, points that you complete with your location card, um, you get points for mm-hmm. at the end of the game. The ones that you don't subtract from your total yeah they count against you so it's Some tricky of those big roots will really fuck you at the end but the map uh, the board is massive because you're yeah. laying down pretty pretty uh good sized train cars and there's always something to do it's a lot of movement it's not super complex which no. is nice it's definitely um like a entry game gateway sure. game gateway game mm-hmm and like I said, it's if you're if you're here for a competitive game that's not going to take a whole lot of time but still like Oh, you know, I, I just really enjoy it. But mm-hmm. we only have the, what well, we have Ticket to Ride, and we also have Ticket to Ride New York City, mm-hmm. which is like, instead of trains, you're building taxi routes mm-hmm. around the city, which is pretty cool. I like it. Mm-hmm. I think we might need to get another get another version, because there's different, there's like Ticket to Ride Europe. Um, I even saw somebody posting online about like Ticket to Ride Pennsylvania, <laughs> which sounded really funny. Um but like, it's so specific. It is very specific. But, like, they have, like, the... There's one that's, like, rails and sails, where something over... You're going over water and trains. I don't know. Interesting. Like, yeah, I mean, I haven't played it, so I don't have a whole lot of details. But, like, it's just... I, I mean, it's just, like, it's nice that the basic game is so easy to remember that you can just kind of keep adding and add in different layers of complexity. Because I remember we played... Ticket to Ride Europe before, and it changed, like, one small rule, and I don't remember what the rule is because it's been so long since we played, but, like, 
it's just kind of nice that like the same general premise mm-hmm. is it, consistent. It was not enough just to freshen it up to make it more replayable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, what was I going to say? Uh, we have an iPad version, which is pretty awesome, and it's super quick and pretty and very uh, user friendly. So. If you don't want to buy the actual game, but you have a few iPads sitting around, you do the family share thing like we do. Mm-hmm. Download the game. It's a it's a good game to just kind of couch play to. Yeah, I mean we do we ticket to ride on the on our iPads. You can play it on your phone too, your iPhone. Um, it's a really good. It's really good for when you're feeling lazy, mm-hmm. and like don't want to. I don't know. For us, we gotta go all the way up upstairs to get the game. We gotta bring it down. I mean, set the it setup. Up. I mean, the setup couldn't get more easy. I'm, no, I'm being dramatic. I know, but just the set, just having a daunting experience setup wise could be enough to be like, nah, we're not fucking doing this. But yeah, it's a great game on the app. Still, just as competitive. Um, I've definitely gotten angry at playing this game with people online, um, <laughs> and sometimes I play against just the computer. And I get angry at that piece of shit, too, so. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. It's very rational. It's fine. Mm-hmm. This is all I have right now, so. Um, one that doesn't have a general map, but um, thematically you're moving around via airplane to different islands, is one that we kind of impulse... It's one of the only games that we've recently impulse bought in the past year that turned out it's been more than that has it been more than a year it's definitely been more than a year well whatever we That's don't really impulse buy games that much debatable which what would you say is the last impulse game that we we bought remember for when we went shopping for our anniversary we bought high rise and we knew literally nothing about it it and was a new release because we bought high rise and pan am and we knew nothing and about we knew either. nothing about either of them both great buys but also both impulsive yeah fuck you're right. Yeah. And that right. wasn't even that long ago. Nope. Anywho, um, we're talking about a game called Wayfinders by Pandasaurus Games. And it's really cool because you're essentially trying to collect resources by uh, having your uh, workers uh, sit in like an airstrip. A hangar. A hangar. Air hangar. Mm-hmm. And then you're able to take those resources and send your plane out uh, to different islands and um, build airstrips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then when you uh, when you place a, a they call it a landing strip on that particular island, you get um, there's some immediate bonuses like you might get a random resource or um, one of the really unique ones in the game is that you know it'll let you land on all purple islands for free, mm-hmm. basically, uh, and that's really helpful for trying to move in different places throughout the board. Um, but then there are also end game, uh, end game points where it's like, oh, the three points for each uh, landing strip that you have, um, more than three away from the center. Yeah. Kind of thing. And so like, there's kind of a weird strategy piece. Like the last time we played, I got that one from the beginning, and then just tried to circle around the outside mm-hmm. of the board to try and get them all. Yeah. And then as you're moving around, if you don't have the landing. If you don't have an air strip or landing strip in an island that you're trying to move through, you have to pay uh, the certain amount of resources to occupy that and move through it. So it's a cool little strategy game where, uh, yeah, essentially um, you build the landing strip and then the end game is like, like you said, some of them have unique things of like how far away you are from the center or uh, how many you have that are vertical or horizontal. Mm -hmm. So it's a cool little game. 
Yeah. I wish the components were better. Yeah, the components really blow big time yeah, in this game. They're really, especially from Pandasaurus games. It's very, yeah, it's, it, we were we were pretty disappointed when we opened up the box. I was like, this game's going to be terrible. Um, but it wasn't. The art is amazing. Super cool. Um, I will say, like, th- this is almost a stretch from what we've identified as travel games because it's not technically a real world location, but it's islands. There's nothing, like, super fantasy or sci-fi-y mm-hmm. about it. So I figured it fits. It talks about traveling and how you get from point A to point B. Um, but yeah, these little, uh, I, I just posted this on our Instagram earlier last week, I think. And, um, I was very intentional to not post a picture where it looked like all the little meeples were drunk because they're all plastic and the little, you basically need to take like a sand, like sandpaper almost to try and pick off the extra plastic. Yeah, it looks like, like they were not- 3D printed by your nephew at the library or something. <laughs> um, so yeah. And it's a cheap game, like cost wise. It's it's definitely going to be lower on your um, on your budget. Mm-hmm. But like, gameplay is worth it. It didn't to have to be. Yeah, the gameplay is totally worth the cheap components. But uh, you know, I'm just trying to give you the full picture. If you go out and buy this game, don't don't be mad at us. Don't you can't say you didn't know that you were getting some cheap ass meeples yeah. in this game. Hopefully they fixed it. Hopefully. Seems kind of unlikely, but hopefully they fixed it. It'd be nice if they did. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, we were just talking about one of our most recent impulse buys, and that was uh, Pan Am. Seems like everybody's been playing this game lately. So, and we've talked about it briefly um, on this here podcast. So, but in case you haven't found that episode yet, basically in Pan Am, you are a competing airline going against Pan Am trying to claim different routes different airline airline routes yeah yeah different airline routes from city to city using different cards um using some worker placements there's a little bit of like an auction component um and before we even bought the game we were a little bit concerned that the auction component wasn't going to work well for two players um but it totally does this is one of the only games i think that has ever had that I've ever played with an auction component that works well for two people. Yeah, and it's not like, uh, it's not super fuck you when it comes to like getting bumped out of a place or having to spend extra money to make sure you get what you want. And you didn't, you don't lose like a turn yeah. in this game. You still have the opportunity to do something else. Mm-hmm. So that's what I like about it too. So it's competitive, but it's not like cutthroat. Exactly. So essentially you're taking your different, um, Markers to it's it's worker placement without them being workers. I think I forget what they call them. Engineers. Engineers. So you're sending your engineers out to take different um, actions around the board. So mm-hmm. you're going to be collecting uh, location cards. You're going to be collecting um, different size planes for routes. Different size planes to add to your fleet. So you could um, collect larger routes. Um, there's different ways for you to. Collect like engineer, like uh, what are those cards called? Directives. The directive cards, which are kind of like end game bonuses or things that you could play to like get the upper hand for an upcoming round. Or to like get an extra turn mm-hmm. or things like that. Yeah, so essentially you're trying to build your route as vast, like your routes as vast as you can around the world map. And, um, and you basically, you, you know that Pan Am is trying to buy you out. Um, and that's basically what it is. Pan Am is taking over. Um, and your goal is to buy as much stock in Pan Am as you can 
at the end of the game. Um, yeah. Because Pan Am's taking everything. They're going to buy your roots from you. Um, there's a little bit of a random mechanic where you roll what, the expansion die. Isn't that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Um, and then like it, it tells you which route Pan Am is going to buy next. And then yeah. if you have a plane on that route, they you get money. You get your plane back, which is good because the planes are what you got to place. Um, and you get some cash. Yep. So super helpful in that way. Um, but yeah, it's kind of fun to sit there and, uh, it's kind of fun to sit there and look at the map and pretend like, oh, look, just me going to Tokyo. It's fine. Yeah. That's what I'm doing now. You need a big ass plane to get around. You do need a big ass plane to get around. Yeah. But yeah, it's a, it's such a good game. Um... I wish we, I can't, I know we, we've said this over various episodes, but like a lot of these games we're playing, I know play really well with just the two of us, but just to get a third or fourth player to play these games, I'm interested to see like how the mechanic works with Pan Am taking over mm-hmm. and how fast and like how quickly people get bumped off their routes because we've been able to spread out pretty well on the map to not really have to compete over things that we want. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah. But it's the art is super cool. It's very uh, retro. Yeah. Very 80s. Mm-hmm. Is it 80s? Is that when Pan Am was a thing? I think Pan Am was a thing in the 80s. I have, I have no idea. Either 80s or 70s. Yeah. It's just, it's it's such a cool game. It reminded me, it reminds me a little bit of a combination of Ticket to Ride and an easier version of Euphoria. This is the 20s, but... Wow. we That we were... That, you were really off. Yeah. When did Pan Am collapse? Oh, the oh God! There's a plane crash in 1988. Well, some it takes place sometimes between 1920s and 80s, and uh, really narrowed it down in the uh, scope of history. Oh yeah. Look at some of these airlines have been around for so long. I didn't know. Nope. Although to be fair, that's not one anymore either. They Nor- were bought by Delta. Womp womp. Yep. R.I.P. Sure. Whatever. I'm sure they made their money. They'll be fine. They'll be just fine. Yeah, I wasn't worried about them. Good. But yeah, really cool. Um, easy to learn. Um, and like we said, plays really well for two people with a bidding mechanic, and we didn't expect that. So. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. And then I would say probably the one that we like the most on this list, mm-hmm. just based on like thematics. It hits all the boxes. Yeah, it's a game about traveling. Uh, the components are beautiful. The mechanic is unique. And it's also nature-themed. Yep, which is up your alley. Yep. And yep. Uh, we're talking about uh, Parks. Parks by Keymaster Games. Yeah. Um, and, you know, th- this game really took off in the last, what, year and a half? Hmm? Give or take. And for good reason. Um, plays well with two people. I think we've played it with three. Yeah. I don't think we've gotten up to four before. Um, but like truly one of my favorite pieces, my favorite parts of this game is that, is the artwork representing the different national parks. Like there's both beautiful artwork that represents a national park in the United States and it has a fun fact. Yeah. Who doesn't love a fun fact? Yeah. And uh, the, the artist or artists, I don't know if there's multiple, I'd have to look, but they just did such a good job on the representation of each national park around the U S and just really pretty. Yeah, so basically when you're playing parks, um, you have two hikers, and you're hiking on a trail. Um, When you're going on that trail, um, there are different resources for you to collect while you're on that trail. 
Um, and basically, you keep moving forward um, the entire time. You can't go backwards because why would you go backwards when you're hiking? Um, so you move them across that trail, collecting those resources, and then you're able to purchase different cards. Um, they wouldn't say purchase. They would say you're able to visit different national parks. Um, and then you get you can get points based hmm. on those cards. Yeah, so you can get national parks and you could also collect like endgame little bonus cards to, uh, to get the upper hand to win as well. But yeah, it's just it's a beautiful game and as you play uh, as you play more rounds, the trail, so to speak, gets longer. Mm-hmm. So there's more options for you to take in terms of uh, worker movement and what you want to collect. There's also, like, a, a cool space that you could land on to, like, take a photo. Oh, yeah. I and forgot about you could, that. You could take your photo, which is, like, endgame bonus points and stuff like that. And then uh, for a wild resource, because I think there's what? There's uh, mountain, sun, water, and trees. and trees for resources. And then the wild for those are little wooden tokens that are all different kinds of animals. Yeah, and they're all unique. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. So well done. Yeah, and it's for for a game that looks like it should be more complex. It really isn't. There's not a whole lot of um, difficulty when it comes mm-hmm. to like learning and mastering and stuff. A lot. Well, I will say the rules for parks are some of the best written rules I think that we've ever come across. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know that I've ever had a game make more sense to me from the jump as what. As what Parks does. Well, especially since it gets you playing right away. They're mm-hmm. like, hey, here's how to set it up. Here's what you need. And we're going to get you moving right into this. Yeah, there's other stuff on the board as you go along. But you, we'll, we'll come back to that as you mm-hmm. come to it. So that's how you know it's like not a super competitive game. Because it's, it's just trying to get you into it and moving and doing things. And then as you come back to it later through you know, subsequent playthroughs. Then you could be like, okay, well, how am I going to do this and move this and get my worker exactly where I need to to get these kind of resources? But you're a hiker. You're, you're, you're wait, a hiker. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Thematically, John, you got to stick with but it. Yeah, it's beautiful. And I know there's a whole bunch of expansions out now that we haven't um, partaken in yet, yeah, but we I really should. want that Nightfall expansion. Mm-hmm. I think that's the one that I really want. Yeah. So if you want to, if you, in case you're wondering about a gift to send to send to Kayla, that's it. That's the one I want. We could also afford it. We can. That's yeah. not the point. No. I'm just saying, if you'd like the world to know how much you like and appreciate Kayla, mm-hmm. that's it. Right now. Sure. Or like a plane ticket to a real place. Yeah. I'd like to go to Aruba. God, that's so expensive, though. We were talking about going to Aruba for a while. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Remember when we were talking about going to San Francisco and then the roof killed itself? Yeah. Yeah. We weren't going to San Francisco. We were going to San Diego. Eh, close enough. No, it's not close at all. It's closer than it would be if I said the wrong state. Okay, you win on the lowest bar of all time. Good job reaching over that one. I try. Yeah, I know. Isn't that the truth? But yeah, those are our our four (laughs) games that we have that we really like. um, That we think kind of like exemplify travel when it comes to like a theme in a board game that's not like some fantasy stuff, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I've said it before to different people, but, like, I, I really like maps, just, like, as a thing. I'm very, like, I like to hang up maps in the house as, like, art and decorations. I don't know why. I don't know why I like maps, but we've got, like, a map of Maui 
We've got at least two maps of the United States for no real reason. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I like like them. And so, to me, it makes sense that this is like a natural theme we're drawn to. Oh, yeah. I dig it. Topographical as fuck. Yeah, that Pan Am map will really mind fuck you a little bit. Because it's it's legitimately looking at the Earth like from the top. Yep. And, you know, that's not how we're used to looking at a map. And whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not looking at it from a North American-centric <laughs> map? Yeah. Yes. That's... Yes. That is exactly it. You know. We know we we didn't cut Asia in half for yeah. our own sake. Wow. It's not an ethnocentric built map. This is a big word for you. I try. You're so smart. Yeah. Did you even use that right? Are you confident you used that correctly? Yeah, because they build it... They, they make them... <laughs> fuck you. I don't need your judgment. I know voc- I know grammar and vocabulary. I just don't speak words good. Yeah, it sounds right. Yeah. So, a few travel games that sound cool, but we haven't played. Yeah. But there's definitely more than what we're going to talk about, but uh, there's a lot of... A lot of... There's a lot of games right now that are, like, names of cities... Um, and so the first one that I thought of was Santa Monica, because mm-hmm. we almost bought this the day that we bought High Rise and Pan Am. Yeah. Because I picked it up, and I thought the art looked so fucking cool. Yeah. Um, but it and, was really expensive. I mean, you say that, but, like, we have no idea. We don't know anything about the game. It also would have been an impulse buy. Yeah. Um, so it's still on the list. I should probably look into it a little bit more to make sure it doesn't, like, fit into something else, another category that we have mm-hmm. in, in, the, in the house, but... The art looked really cool. Looked like a cool game. I've seen a handful of people playing it online. Still looks cool. Yeah. I dig uh, it. Another one is uh, Trekking the World or uh, and also Trekking the National Parks, which is, you know, a little bit more hiking themed stuff. Going around visiting locations that's like hiking. <laughs> Crush it. Yeah. I'd seen a lot of people online saying, should I buy parks or should I buy Trekking the National Parks? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't, I've never, we've never played it, so... Can't really say for sure, but I have noticed that that's like a question people are posing. I don't even know if the games are similar at all, for being honest. That's fair. The theme is, of course, traveling in national parks, but I'm not sure how um, how it plays. Is that the cat snoring? Yeah, she's 100% snoring on me. You fat fuck. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Uh, another one um, is, uh, we touched on this a little bit, is the different version of uh, versions of Ticket to Ride. Mm-hmm. Whatever tickles your fancy, a lot of them are going to have a, a few variations on the play mechanic, but all pretty much do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, just whatever map that you think is a little more comprehensive. The U.S. could be a boring-ass place when you're uh, realizing, like, yo, Chicago does not line up on this bitch. It doesn't. Yeah, that's actually my biggest pet peeve. Like, Duluth <laughs> is not where Duluth is on the map. Like, no. come on. Get it right. At least get close. No. Not close. Yeah, it bothers me, actually. I, we didn't even mention that. Thanks no. for bringing up that sore spot, John. Yep. And then the last one uh, that we have, but we've never brought to the table because it's a very intimidating and long game, uh, is Eldritch Horror, where you're pretty much... It's a horror co-op game where you're traveling the world um, trying to stop uh, interdimensional horrific beasts from coming out and killing everybody. But it's a real map with yeah. real places, right? Yes. Sure. And that's why it pops up when you search, like, oh, like... Uh, games with like world maps and stuff like that. That's why it pops up. We didn't include it in our list because A, we've never played it. B, it's a little more fantasy yeah. horror stuff than uh, real world I mean, we, we, travel. We couldn't talk about it for very long since we uh, haven't played it. Yeah. So there's that. It's like a four hour game. We don't got time for that show all the time. I mean, we generally do. 
but we don't want to. Yeah. We'll get to it someday. Someday. Or sell it to make money back to buy other things. More board games. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, that's a, that's what we've got to say about travel games. Hopefully we could do real world travel where we could take our pocket size games places and go spend time in different locales. And hopefully that's in in the cards in 2021. But if not... Uh, I guess we'll buy more games that simulate travel. Yeah. That's pretty much the only other option. We can get those VR headsets we were talking about go travel. We. We were talking about you. You were talking about. I told you to do it. I don't give a shit. That's not that, That's not the motivation I need. I need you to be on board 100%. I don't okay. need this indifference. Since when? I don't know. Anyway. But thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, if you want to... We're not done yet. We're not done yet? Oh, yeah. Well, we've been playing and shit. Wow. And, and watching. I, fr- I completely... Fr- I was like, fuck this. I don't want to talk about anything anymore. Apparently. Apparently. Good God. Yeah, I'm out. If you want to go and talk, I'll just see myself out. Yeah, that sounds about right. Phoebe will sleep with you. It's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, so what have we been playing? We just played Sushi Go last night, and we played the Bees and the Bears. Yeah. Cool Good. little um, cool little games that we brought to the table for somebody who's not super uh, familiar with uh, board games, so and they had a good time. Mm-hmm. They're great games for bringing people into the space, because not terribly complicated, repetitive turns and quick quick rules yeah simple mechanics cool mm-hmm. artwork very cool artwork yeah i love sushi with faces and i like uh geometric um bees and and honey combs sure why not why not why not um i also recently discovered uh a carcassonne knockoff um that is free on the ipad uh called Pharmazone. and i've been playing like Two games, two or three games of this every fucking day since I found it. It is so good. That's you funny. can play online with your friends, um, or you can play against the computer. Computers beat me sometimes, but other times I've wrecked the computer, which is also very rewarding. You're so cool. I'm very cool. This game is great. I can't believe it's a free app. The Carcassonne yeah. app is like six dollars, and this one's free. Yeah, it's like it's farm themed, so mm-hmm. you have like farmers instead of. Uh... I don't know who the, don't know. What the fuck they're called in Carcassonne, but and, yeah. And tractors. Yeah. So. Cool. Yeah, it's fucking cool. Yeah, and uh, still playing more Overwatch because nothing else is coming out to play yeah. with the video games. You're still playing your Undermine game with the worst jingles of all time. They really are. That it's music. The music is extra. Mm-hmm. And I'm waiting in the mail to review a, uh, a new uh, Alien book coming out, so hopefully that'll be in the mail soon. That and my new glasses. I want my new glasses. Yeah. Someday. Come on, male. I believe in you. I don't. I do. I believe in them. Um, yeah. I've been kind of slacking on my reading. Uh, I think I found a... I think I'm putting my book down that I've been trying to get through. It's just been taking me too long. Womp womp. And I'm obviously not interested. Sorry, Nikki. Sorry, Nikki. You... I, I got through for the first two of the series and they were good. And this one just is not speaking to me. So I think it's time to put it down. What was the series? It was the Red Queen series. Gotcha. I have, I've talked about this for the last... I've I know, about, just for people who, do, who haven't heard. That's yeah, all. I know I, I know what it is. I'm, I'm just saying I'm not going to describe it anymore because... I mean, I told I said it was Hunger it, Games. You're a quitter. It's fine. I, understand. I don't need your judgment. <laughs> When's the last time you finished a book? It's been a while. That's what I yeah. thought. Yeah, I'm trying. Mm-hmm. You're not, not trying hard enough. Nope. But Even that, Phoebe's judging you. She just woke up and she's judging you. Fuck you, cat. You can't read. You shit in a box of sand. Yeah, that you clean up after. Yep. So there's that. Cool. Playing, reading, watching. 
Um, a lot of HGTV. Just yeah. like balls deep in Property Brothers. We just finished... That's um, not right to say. <laughs> <laughs> we just finished all the episodes of Property Brothers... Forever, Forever Home. Forever Home. Yeah. Yep, that we watch like late middle-aged people spend an additional $200,000 for their ungrateful children. That There's no way these old people are paying this shit off before they go into the ground. It's just there's like, no way. These people are spending the money on renovations that we spent on our entire house. And I'm like, what the fuck? Well, we all moved to Vegas to get cheaper homes. You, you know what? Don't be judgy about Vegas. Watching these people in Vegas is making me want to move to Vegas. It's not, though. Yes, the it enti- is. Actually, the entire premise of Las Vegas as a city bothers me. Yeah, but all the houses have pools in the backyard. Yeah, because you have to because you'll burn a line alive in the desert. Yeah, well, I don't even want to think about how much it fills, uh, it costs to fill those pools because there's no fucking water anywhere. But you only got to fill it once. Yeah, okay. That's the way it works. It doesn't just water doesn't evaporate out of your pool, you know, because of science. It's fine. Yeah, everything is fine. Um, Vegas should not exist, but it does. Okay. So here we are. Once we're on the same page. Well, yeah, no shit. But Whoa. yeah, no one else are we watching. I just uh, completed the season two of The Mandalorian. That was cool. You don't have any interest in Star Wars stuff. Nope. But we're gonna start Wandavision. Thanks, Chad. Yeah, thanks. But uh, Mandalorian Season 2, uh, way better than any Star Wars movie I've watched in like 20 years. Because most of the mainline movies, aside from Rogue One, suck ass. I said it. I don't give a fuck. I'm happy for you. Yep. It's a big day. Yeah. You coming in hot? Hot take with John Culliani. It's about time you started being honest with people. (laughs) (laughs) You've been lying this whole time. And now are we done? I think so. Yeah, now we're done. I didn't jump the gun earlier. If you want to find more info about us uh, and you just happen to subscribe to our podcast, you can go to boredtodeathpodcast.com. That's where all of our actual episodes in their uh, true and genuine form live. But if you want to subscribe uh, to our podcast, you can find us on Apple uh, Podcasts, Stitcher for Android, and Spotify. Spotify. So subscribe, leave a review. That's cool. Tell your friends. Be like, hey, there's this strange married couple from baltimore that talks about tabletop stuff and they're pretty cool mm-hmm. follow us on the instagram at board to death podcast and on facebook um you can find lots of great meme content on there it's pretty good um, mm-hmm. i find i think i'm funny um try to curate some of the best shit for you so yeah. you know i get more likes on board to death than i do on my own page so because we're not doing anything interesting lately. That That's a fact. That's a fact. But. But yeah. Thanks for hanging out. Yep. Yeah, um, that's where you can find us. And uh, I, I, we're never getting any better at ending episodes. Yeah. I think we can just end it. You don't have to keep looking at the floor trying to find the words down there. Yeah. Man, okay. If you want to like come and hang out with us. Like wear a mask and we'll play a game with you I guess. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. But until next time. I'm John. I'm Kayla. And this is how we roll.